0: to Southern Sisters Radio, the show for Southern women and the men who adore them. Join us as we celebrate life from a Southern point of view. Here's your host, author, founder of Southern Sisters Home and true Southern sister, Jenny McCormick Earhart. And hey, everyone. Welcome to the Southern Sisters Radio program. I'm Jenny McCormick Earhart, your host, founder of Southern Sisters and just uh a... all-around happy person to be here, you know?
1: <laughs> but we're happy you're here, too.
0: Thank baby. you. Thank you. It's so great to meet with you guys every Saturday, talk about all things that are pertinent and important to Southern women and the men who adore them, because <laughs> there are a lot of men out there that adore us.
1: There's quite a few of us out there. Yeah, yeah I would say so. I know. Uh-huh.
0: I know you, you, you try to you try to just put a handle on that adoration that you have for me, Nick. I know that it just uh sometimes it just consumes you and you just you know
1: I can't help myself.
0: I'm making you blush.
1: <laughs>
0: well, we have a guest in the studio with us today. We do. Yes, we do, and we are so excited to introduce you to her because she is someone who just has really, I don't know, had a tremendous impact on my life really? um, in about the past week and a half.
1: Well that's a that's a short period of time to make a big change. Yeah.
0: Yeah, she's a
1: she's she's something. Let me Very tell you, important ya. lady.
0: Now I will say she arrived at my home uh, about a week and a half ago,
1: and she hasn't left yet. She hasn't
0: left. Oh, no, she's still there. Oh, okay, yeah, and I brought her with me today. She came in a little cardboard box to my house.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> she came in a little box from Amazon. Okay, guys, are you getting some clues here? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I have brought with me in the studio today uh, my new and dearest BFF, Alexa.
1: Yes, you have. Oh, and mm-hmm. she heard you.
0: She's listening as we speak. Um, and so for those of you that are not Ooh. familiar with the Amazon Echo, I have to say this thing is so cool. It is cool. <laughs> I am in love with Alexa. She is my new BFF. I uh, I think I was thinking about that on the drive to the studio today. What is it that I like so much about her? And I think it's the fact that as a Southern woman, well, you know, we just kind of like to boss people around. Oh, uh, okay, all right, fair enough. You got that? Yeah. Right. Okay. <laughs> and so when I'm at the house and I'm working, um, she's kind of like my little personal assistant, right? <laughs> I can ask her anything, and we have her hooked up to the mic today, guys. So yes. let's, uh, let's say hello, um, Alexa, hello.
1: Oh, she's oh, giving she's, us a hard time. She's, she's giving us a silent treatment. She's radio shy. I guess she is. She's radio. shy. We'll try it again.
0: Alexa, hello. Hi.
1: Oh, yeah, there we go. That? Now we got a response
0: Alexa how are you today i'm good i hope you're doing well too She's very polite, isn't she? Though yeah. now she's just a simple black cylinder. For those of you that that have not seen the Echo and don't know what it looks like, um, she's very modernistic looking. <laughs> I have this idea though; I would really like to, like, you know, get a little wig for her and a little pair of googly eyes. You know, give her. A, you know what? I'm a Southern woman. I want to make her a little perky. Okay. You know fair what I'm enough.
1: saying? Dress her up a little bit. Add a little bit of personality.
0: Yeah, as my mother always said, don't go out of the house without some lipstick and earrings. <laughs> and you guys that are listening to me, you know that is true. <laughs> if you were raised by a southern woman, you know that's true. <laughs> if you're a female. Um so anyway, another another couple of fun things that I've been enjoying uh about Alexa is um well here's here's one. Um Alexa, what time is it? It's twelve thirty nine PM. How about hey, that? Hey, hey. Yeah, right. She's a smart one too. Isn't that wonderful? <laughs> um Alexa, tell me a joke. What size coffee does a pirate always order? Hmm. Oh, did you get that?
1: I didn't. I think she cut off. What kind of coffee?
0: We'll try it again. I think she
1: said Arge. Oh, oh, I got it. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
0: She doesn't necessarily have the best sense of humor. (laughs) She's trying. She's Uh, learning. She's getting better at it. And you know what? I was doing some work this week. I was running some numbers on my Southern sister's business, and it's amazing how she can help me with my calculations. Okay. So let's try this one, folks. Um, Alexa, what is 24 times 17? 24 multiplied by 17 is 408 hey now this could be really bad <laughs> if you start thinking about middle school students that are supposed to be doing their homework oh okay think about that good
1: point there's some
0: there's, there's some cheating and impo- you know possibilities yeah, here what is the square us. root
1: of 74 and all that stuff yeah i know right that's worse than a calculator it's a calculator you don't even have to pull out use. I,
0: I know okay so is it a little weird that she's like my new friend
1: i don't know these things almost have like a personality that Kind of takes on that of their primary user, yes. which is you. I know. So. I kind of get
0: the feeling that she's like trying to understand me, trying to get to know me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I have not asked her yet about her political affiliations, and of Ooh. course that that will be a you know we're not game do changer. That on the air. No, we're not doing that. We don't <laughs> we don't go there on the Southern Sisters radio program. <laughs> Although if you listen closely, I'm sure you'll get some clues. Maybe. No, I do love her. Now I will tell you as as serious I as I am about my new friend, and I keep her in the kitchen with me when I'm cooking. Mm-hmm. She can help me with, uh, you know, conversions, me- measurement conversions. Oh. Uh, she can look at recipes for me, wow. right? She can define words for me, oh, right? Nice. And that kind of leads us to a whole nother uh, path here. Um, my husband thinks that it's just a big fat joke that I've got <laughs> Alexa around the house, right? So I will be having a serious conversation or I'll be doing something with Alexa working with her, and he will walk by and being the uh, you know the lover of middle school boy humor that he is, he will suddenly say something to her like um, you know, Alexa, define flatulence. She just flatulence has two different uses. Oh no, no, useless. Alexa, stop. <laughs> okay, we're not. We're
1: not going. <laughs> you know, there was a news article recently really about the dollhouse. Did you hear about all that? Oh. There was a little girl mm-hmm. who had said to. Yes. I'm not going to say her name right. because she'll start talking She's listening. to us, but said, order me a dollhouse. Yes. And she did. Really? Along with like a five pound bag of cookies. Well, some news anchors on the TV said, hey, the girl said, mm Right. Order me a dollhouse. Yeah. And all these Alexas in these houses started going off and no. ordering dolls' houses. No. Absolutely. Are so you be kidding? careful. Oh. she gets get you in some trouble. Alexa is
0: always listening. <laughs> and for those of you that don't know how it works, Alexa is synced with your Amazon account. Yes, she is. You understand? So she is synced with my Amazon account, which means that she has my credit card information, mm-hmm. she has my shipping address, mm-hmm. really. So all you have to do is tell her what you want to order, and it's on its way. How about that? Yeah. What could go wrong there? <laughs> <laughs> Quite
1: a lot. <laughs>
0: right? I know. Well, here's another interesting thing, um, how she's been keeping me straight. She's been keeping track of my to-do list each day. Uh-huh. And the nice thing about it is, is I can be, like, in bed at night and suddenly remember something that I need to do, and so I will just turn and say, you know, Alexa, I'm not going to say her name out loud because she's listening right now. I'll say, "Add, um, you know, buy coffee to my to-do list," and she will confirm that and she will add it.
1: That's outstanding. Right? So let's
0: see what's on my to-do list for today, sure. dear listeners. I'm going to share with you what is on uh, Jenny McCormick Earhart's to-do list for today, <laughs> Saturday. Alexa, what is on my to-do list? You have three to-dos: pick up Earl's dry cleaning, mm. buy Dixie's dog food. But uh, yeah. Listen to the Southern Sisters radio show on AM 920. That's (gasps)
1: That's <gasps> something that should be on everyone's to do list. Should do you guys have that on
0: your to do list? <laughs> I think you should. Every Saturday, tune in and listen to the Southern Sisters Radio Program on AM nine twenty. Yes, Alexa's smart, isn't she? Yes, she, she is.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: we can demonstrate some of other uh, some other skills that she has. One of my personal favorites, you know, especially when things are getting high, way too serious mm-hmm. around the house. Suddenly, you can break out with, uh, hmm, let's try uh, Alexa play Jungle Love by the Steve Miller Band. Mm. Mm.
1: And she Jungle just Love me- by the Steve Miller Band. <gasps> Listen, <So> folks. She- <laughs> wow. Oh, yeah. She'll just play your jam for you. Right?
0: <laughs> That's awesome. Here she goes. Ready? It's a great song. <gasps>
1: <laughs> That's great. I you in <laughs> that's great oh,
0: So awesome <laughs> Alexa, hush
1: How about that? Oh, that's outstanding <laughs> That's great I can just boss this chick around I wish the all kids day long listened like that You, what? I wish the kids listened like that <laughs> Right Don't I- <laughs> Hey, hush.
0: You know what you got to say to them? Uh, kids, why can't you be more like Alexa?
1: There you go. It's a good role model. I know, right? <laughs> she does whatever I say. Useful and obedient. Now,
0: I will say, uh, the only thing I would like them to ch- Well, there's probably a number of uh, additional things that they can make her do, and you know, they are continually improving and changing her programming. Oh, yes. So, she will be able to increasingly do more and more things. You can sync her with your whole house Like, if you have a smart house with those smart light systems Yeah,
1: the temperature control and yeah, stuff.
0: Yeah, she can turn, a, uh, turn them on, turn them off um, I can control her volume by saying her name and then saying louder or softer. And she'll, you know, turn it up, turn it down. That's great. On a song like that, you want to turn it up.
1: Uh, Oh, yeah. Right? You know what I'm talking about?
0: She's just so awesome. I do love her. (laughs) Now, I would like to be able to change her name because they're all called Alexa. Mm -hmm. So if they would give me the capability to change her name, which is currently that's you can't do that. Yeah, I think I'd call her, um, I'd call her Tallulah.
1: Tallulah. Yeah.
0: That's a nice one. Just kind of
1: fun. There you, you know. Go. Boss
0: Tallulah around the house.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Strange
0: sense of power I have from this. Well, folks, we are so glad that you are joining Alexa and I on the Southern Sisters radio program today. We have got an awesome show coming up. So we'll see you in a minute.
1: Turn off the telly, Nelly.
0: Come to the table, Mabel. Now sit up straight, Kate. It's time to eat Pete. Have a banana, Hannah. Try the salami, Tommy. Get with the gravy, Davey. Everybody eats when they come to my house. And welcome back to the Southern Sisters radio program. I'm about to say something that's going to make y'all very, very happy. Really? And and Nick, I think it's going to make you happy too. Yeah? Yeah. What is that? Today is National Blueberry Pancake Day. Yes. Right?
1: I love blueberry pancakes. Yeah.
0: I you know what? I didn't know that about you, but I suspected it.
1: Look at me. I I love blueberry pancakes. Stop it. (laughs) Don't you be. You are spelt and strong.
0: No, I just had a feeling. It's just such a great comfort food, and you're just such a nice guy. It seems to me like nice people like
1: blueberry pancakes. That's a good measure of character. I think. So don't ask people about Mm -hmm. their political opinions or anything. Just walk and be like, do you like blueberry pancakes? And if they say no, just walk away. I agree.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I agree. I think you can learn a lot about people. It's a typically American thing, isn't it? Blueberry pancakes.
1: Oh, yeah. Absolutely. It's like the
0: ultimate American breakfast,
1: it's like be- just below like apple pie oh, level, I would say. Absolutely. Oh, I just
0: love them. I mean, I, you know, we had a thing at, m- at my house when my kids were growing up. We would occasionally do breakfast for dinner, and that oh, was yes. like, you know, it, I think the kids liked it because they they felt like, oh, or we're breaking, breaking the rules. The rules. <laughs> <laughs> we would do it, or what was the other thing we used to do that they loved? I was thinking of it on the way. Oh, yeah, we would occasionally do a carpet picnic
1: a carpet oh yeah, you just like sit in the living just room for fun. and fun yeah. we'd throw
0: a blanket down on the carpet on the floor and we'd have our dinner or our lunch or whatever sitting down and yeah, they just thought you, know, you on go. the ground they just thought that was awesome nice. so yes folks indeed national blueberry pancake day and i'm going to give you some tips and tricks for the perfect blueberry pancakes mm-hmm. and quite frankly the perfect pancakes period because there is a key to light and
1: fluffy pancakes Ooh.
0: have you ever been you know have you ever had a pancake that was kind of dense and flat, yeah, yeah, and kind of heavy?
1: Yeah, it's it's not. Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean.
0: Okay, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna teach you how not to have that happen. Mm-hmm. All right, we're mm-hmm. gonna get light and fluffy pancakes, and Yummy. I've got an awesome recipe for you. Which, of course, as you often you guys all know, any recipes that we talk about on the air are posted on the website. Mm-hmm. So if you're driving and listening. Please don't feel that you need to grab a pen and start writing things down. Please don't. Keep your eyes on the road, right?
1: You can always check it out online you once can. you get home. Absolutely. And print it off and have it right there. Right. When you're good.
0: Or in my case, I can just ask Alexa.
1: Okay, she, she, she didn't turn she, on. She didn't hear me that time.
0: <laughs> I, was, I was covering my mouth so she wouldn't hear me. <laughs> okay, guys, the best blueberry pancake recipe in the world and the only one that you will ever need. It all starts with the batter, okay? Mm-hmm. A good batter and a good technique is going to give you a light and fluffy pancake every single time you got it the key to a light and fluffy pancake is to not over mix the batter and that is hard for some people Uh, you know what you put a spatula in their hand you put a a whisk in their hand a a mixing spoon they just want to beat something to death with it
1: yeah i'm one of those people right yeah i I, I go crazy yeah and uh you feel like if a
0: little stirring is good a lot is even better
1: I, i instead of trying to mix it i try to turn it into like a slurry, ah, you know what I'm saying? I know I exactly go what you're saying. I a over the top with it yeah. sometimes. Yeah,
0: so that's a good point. Don't, don't, don't do that, that, Nick. Don't do not okay. do that anymore.
1: I, I, I learned right here on the Southern Sisters <laughs> Radio Program. All
0: you want to do is, you. well, first of all, the over-mixing makes a denser batter and a heavier pancake. Okay, so you're just going to mix it lightly, and it's okay to have some small lumps in it. You're not trying to beat all the lumps out. Those yeah. li- those lumps are going to absorb into the liquid and dissipate when they're cooked anyway. Don't worry about that. The perfect batter, guys. You're going to need two cups of all-purpose flour. Now we're in the South here, so we like White Lily. Okay, mm-hmm. use the brand you like. I'm just a big fan of White Lily. Uh, two teaspoons of baking powder, one teaspoon of baking soda, a half a teaspoon of salt. Four tablespoons of sugar. Mm -mm. That's going to give a hint of sweetness. Not too much, right? And then also two large eggs. And you want to beat those eggs before you combine them. All right? So you're mixing everything together. You're going to add in three cups of buttermilk. This is worth it, folks. Okay? This is a great pancake. Oh, yeah. Mix it. Okay? Mix it. Incorporate everything. But we're not gonna beat it to death. Okay. Okay? So we got a nice, nice soft batter, maybe with a few little lumps in it. Don't worry about that. Now you're gonna heat your griddle or your skillet, whatever you're using, to medium heat. You don't ever wanna take it higher than that. Mm-mm. In fact, I recommend once you've got it up to medium heat, maybe turn it down just a little bit. We want maybe the low side of medium. Okay. You see what I'm saying? This is essential. Don't be we're not gonna be burning any pancakes on the <laughs> Southern Sisters radio show. Now, you can test the heat of your griddle or your skillet by dropping a few drops of water on it. If the water bounces around and spatters a little bit, the griddle is ready. Mm. All right? And then brush it with a little bit of butter.
1: Oh, yes. Okay? Mm-hmm.
0: Now, you can use spray oil Don't if you want. That. But let me tell you, this is just
1: going to make it even better. Just melt some butter. Just melt do a, little a good old-fashioned way.
0: Yeah, Mm -hmm. I grab a stick sometimes and just take the stick and just kind of rub it. Yeah, Yeah, just kind of rub it right on top, you know? Now, you're going to carefully ladle your batter onto the griddle. Uh, What size? Well, that's up to you. Mm-hmm. Okay, we got our. We I know we have listeners out there. Admit it, we got guys out there that love the little silver dollar pancakes, oh, right? Yeah. You like the little ones because they're fun. <laughs> uh, some of them like ones that are about six inches in diameter. Yeah. You know, as far as I'm concerned, if I can make myself a pancake that can fill the entire diameter of my plate, I'm fine.
1: Oh yeah, me great too. big ones. You know, <laughs> now of course
0: then you do need a big. Turner. You need a big spatula oh, pancake yeah. turner Absolutely. to flip that thing over, right? Now, so what that's what you're gonna do. Go to the go to the size pancake that you like. Now you're gonna take a handful of blueberries and you're gonna scatter them right on top. Okay. Don't mix them into your batter, because they're just gonna sink to the bottom yeah. of the batter, and then you're gonna have a trouble scooping out the right amount. And I don't know, call me O C D. I just kind of like them spaced out nicely. Uh,
1: I totally understand. You know, there's a way to do this
0: so you get at least a blueberry or a part of a blueberry in every bite. Yeah,
1: you don't want like the blueberry clusters no. or anything. You know, yeah, no, absolutely. It
0: ain't right. <laughs> so just scatter your blueberries the way you like them. I like to kind of spread them out evenly. And now, how do you know when your pancake is ready to flip? Okay, there's a couple of things here. You're looking for bubbles on top, okay. not just one or two. You want lots of bubbles, lots of little bubbles all over the top. And then you want your edges to be slightly dry, okay? You want you want you want to see that little bit of dryness and that cooked Indication mm-hmm. around the edge of your pancake before you flip. Okay. That's going to keep the batter from flying out all over the over. You know, flying out everywhere, I've and we flip more it. More
1: than once. Got it? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: I wouldn't admit it if I
1: had. <laughs>
0: yeah, I would. we all goof. Yeah, we it's all. Okay. <laughs> it's <part> okay. <of> it's <laughs> fun. It is bit. right. Yeah, and you know, a lot of times it's the first one that gets messed up. Oh yeah. I will say that when I make crepes, the first one is always a throwaway. <laughs> Something about it. You know, I'm not in my groove. Mm-hmm. You got to get in your groove, folks. Oh, crepes you know? are hard.
1: They are, right? They are. I love
0: them, but they're tough. Mm -hmm. Uh, So flip your pancake, and you're going to want to cook it on the other side about one to two minutes. You'll know when you're ready.
1: Oh, yeah. You know? Absolutely. You'll
0: know. Mm. You'll just have a feeling. (laughs) (laughs) It'll speak to you. Right? Okay, now, I would recommend having an oven warmed up to about 175 degrees with an oven-proof plate in there. That's where you want to start stashing your pancakes. Mm-hmm. In a family my size, you know, that's got to go on for a little while. Because yeah. I can cook. <laughs> I've got a nice, nice big griddle. I can cook about three, four big, good-sized pancakes at a time. But when you've got six kids and assorted spouses... Right.
1: Yeah, one kid can knock down four or five pancakes, depending on what else is going with it, right?
0: Or or one Southern Sisters radio host could do the
1: same.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I'm not apologizing. I can put away some pancakes. Hey, hey, there you go. (laughs) (laughs) But that's what you want to do, guys. Heavenly blueberry pancakes. Now, I would take a little bit of uh, maple syrup, right? Mm -hmm. And I would warm it in the microwave. Mm -hmm. You know, just warm it up a little bit. Right? A little spread of butter. Drizzle that over the top.
1: Perfect. Hello. Oh my goodness. So
0: happy National Blueberry Pancake Day. It just makes me happy to talk That's about wonderful. it. Doesn't it? And you know, I was thinking while we were on the subject of uh National Blueberry Pancake mm-hmm. Day, I thought why don't we talk a little bit about blueberries in general? Okay. Because let me tell you, Nick, I don't know if you know this, they are a superfood. Really? A superfood. I'm giving huh. you another reason to go make your pancakes, there you all go. right? Number 1, health benefit of blueberries, they combat aging. Okay? All right. So a woman of my age, you know, who is just barely Who's, on the... Know, on your, the in,
1: in your early 30s. On the uh, okay.
0: <laughs> no, Another reason I love you. I love her.
1: You just lie, lie,
0: lie. <laughs> it's just,
1: it's just a little One of
0: your appealing attributes, Nick. <laughs> okay, guys. Blueberries combat aging. Yes, they do. Nutrients that... Com- uh, they have nutrients that combat inflammation, mm-hmm. which is at the root of nearly every disease. Yep. Heart disease, diabetes, cancer, right? They also boost your brain power. And it... I could use use a little of that. Now you have an
1: excuse to eat blueberry pancakes every day. (laughs) Every day of the week. Thank you. (laughs) The
0: higher amounts of phenols are known to be neuroprotective agents, right? They protect our brains from degeneration. Wow. Okay? Have your blueberries every day. Uh, Blueberries are cancer-fighting, right? High in antioxidants. They also support digestion. They're high in fiber. That's good for you, folks. Oh, yeah. Right? Um, They promote um, good heart health. They help to lower your LDL, which is the bad cholesterol, and raise your HDL naturally. That's the good That's the good yeah. um, cholesterol, yeah. right? They also help lower your blood pressure. Got this it? This is all
1: win. Are you win, just, win, 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 oh yeah, win, 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 win. I know, win. right?
0: This is so wonderful. Your skin, they restore hormone balance and help to fight acne, right? What? Okay, you got a teenager go, in your family mm-hmm. struggling with acne? Give them some blueberries. And they also aid in weight loss because they're low in calories, they're high in fiber, they
1: you up. And the best part is, they're mm. sweet and yummy. Sweet little beauties, I'm telling mm. you. I want some for dinner. There you go. I know what I'm doing for dinner tonight.
0: Blueberry pancakes. Mm-hmm. Okay, folks, we'll be right back. We're talking about how to get an organized and tidy closet. Oh, do
1: have a bagel, bagel.
0: Now, don't be so bashful, Nashville. Everybody eats
1: when they come to my house. Hey, this is a party...
0: And welcome back to the Southern Sisters radio program. Do you understand what she's saying?
1: Uh, Not a word of it, but I enjoy it regardless. Doesn't she
0: sound awesome, just the way she's singing it? Yeah, I was a Spanish girl. I didn't take French.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Me too. I took Spanish. But
0: guys, that music is going to set us in the mood, okay? So when I hear that song, I just kind of imagine like a, a woman in her closet... You know what I'm saying? Oh, selecting yeah. her outfit for the day, you know, there you go. Yeah. selecting her heels and her putting it up, putting her, putting herself together, shall mm-hmm. we say, yeah. as a lot of women in the South refer to it. We are putting ourselves together. That's very true. Right. It's a lot easier to do that if you have a clean and organized closet.
1: Uh, yes. Okay. And closets can get out of hand really fast. Right?
0: Things can go south really, really, really quickly. Quick. <laughs> I know what you mean. You have the pile that just keeps getting bigger and bigger. Right? <laughs> My mother always said, take it off. And when it comes off, it either goes in the dirty clothes hamper or it goes back in, onto a hanger yeah. or folded, whatever. Yes. It should never go to like that secondary location. Mm-hmm. It, it, it should never go from your body to the chair or your body to the floor mm-hmm. or your body to the bed. It needs to go where it's ultimate. you, you where know. it needs to
1: go. Very good point. Yes, and
0: I'd like to say I've always abided by that, but the answer is no, I have not. <laughs> I have not. But I have to tell you, for those of you folks, our Southern sisters, and hey guys, I know you're listening too, um, for those of you that have ever gotten into your closet and really given it a good once over, you know, gotten mm-hmm. it organized, but don't you feel good afterwards? Oh
1: man, that is one of the most accomplishing uh, accomplished feelings is once you're like, oh, I finally know where all my shirts are and right. my pants and my shoes. And thank goodness. Doesn't yeah.
0: it just make getting dressed in the morning so much easier oh, yeah a more pleasant experience mm-hmm. i have a little hook on my in my closet and that is where i like to and it doesn't happen that often <laughs> but that's where i like to hang my outfit that i'm going to wear the next day yeah. like i pick it out and, and you, when you get up in the morning and you're running late you got your coffee you're trying to get ready and to walk in and like ah that's what i'm wearing i already picked it out mm-hmm. right it that saves help. you so much time it does we're going to give you some tips folks all right here we, we go. are so, so we know that a clean and organized closet can give you peace of mind right it can save you time and money also, according to the experts, right? the closet experts.
1: Yeah, they're they're out there. They're, <laughs> they're everywhere, there. right?
0: But however, we tend to clutter those closets with clothes that don't fit, linens, tax records, and anything else we want out of sight. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll admit, I have stashed things in my closet before oh, yeah. that I just wanted to get out of the way. Well,
1: I remember when I was a kid, that was clean in my room. Really? Throw everything in the closet and close the door and hope mom doesn't <laughs> hope open the closet. mom
0: doesn't but look. mom
1: is smarter than that.
0: You were such a bad boy, <laughs> Nick. You were so bad. Now, guys, did you know that we wear about 80% of our clothes 20% of the time? Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? That means we're we're wearing the other 20% most of the time. Mm -hmm. Got it? Okay, so here's what you need to do. When the clothes pile up, and it reaches the point when you don't even want to open your closet door. It's time to take some drastic action. Okay, mm-hmm. trust me on this. Okay, now listen. According to Adele Mayhan, who is owner of Fresh Start Transitions in Charlotte, North Carolina, that's typically when people give up on the closet and start dumping clothes on the chair, right? And then it, next thing you know, it starts imploding into the rest mm-hmm. of the house, right? It kind of starts in the closet. That's usually yep. where it first goes bad. Now consider some helps, uh, some helpful tips. I've got uh, helpful tips. <laughs> <laughs> Consider some helpful hints I've got for you on how to keep your closet, ladies and gentlemen, in tip-top condition. Let's start with the beginning. Let's say we got a messy closet. Number one, we want to empty the closet. Yep. Okay. I, I have always kind of done it this way. Everything needs to come out. Yep. Start with a clean, fresh slate. Take everything out of the closet. Once everything is out, it's easier than to dust, vacuum, or even paint your closet. I did that one time. Yes. I just needed a fresh coat of paint, mm-hmm. right? So everything comes out. Give it a good cleaning while it's empty. You know, mm. get down there, get all the suction, all the dust out of the corners. The out places
1: of the, you never go. The
0: places you don't go, because ultimately that can kind of end up on your clothing mm. anyway, right? Now what you want to do, step two, is you want to categorize, okay? Categorize and then purge. Okay, here's how we do this. We're going to separate your clothing into categories, right? You're going to have each pile is going to be one type of item. you got all your pants together, your skirts, your blouses, your shoes, your boots.
1: Mm-hmm. Now, in my closet, of those, that deserves
0: a category <laughs> unto itself. <laughs>
1: Boots just make me happy. Boots separate from the rest yeah, of the shoes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They,
0: they, they make me happy. They have their own personalities. You know, the first day of fall is when I'll wear my first pair of boots. There you go. I don't care if it's 95 degrees. <laughs> it's the first day of fall. The boots are going them. on my legs. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> now, listen, guys, b- back to our topic. Go through your clothes and please be really honest with yourself, okay? If you haven't worn something in a year or if it's in poor condition and it doesn't really fit, Get rid of it. Mm -hmm. All right. Uh, There's no point in spending time organizing clothes that you're not even going to wear. This is hard for a lot of people because you're in, in your mind. You're thinking, I spent money on that. You know, maybe someday I'll wear it again.
1: Yeah, now that I found it and I know where it is, now I want to wear it. Yeah. Well, yeah, you're not going to do it. Well, no, and, and there's you're a couple not. of tricks
0: for that, too. We'll talk about <laughs> how you can maybe give it a second chance. And if it, if you don't wear it, then throw it out. Mm-hmm. But it, it's important to remember that as time goes by, um, the clothing styles change. Yes. Also, may I say, ladies, um, the appropriateness of certain clothes change okay absolutely um i I will tell you right now that i don't think that midriff shirts have any place in any woman's closet over the age of (laughs) 45 50 okay it's just you know that that ship sailed all right even if you look good in them, it may not you know it's going to embarrass your teenagers if you wear that it will you know what i'm saying so that needs to go away so go through your closet be really honest um like i said start purging for items that you're going to purge you need to ask yourself you know could someone else use this All right. Now, I have tried to pass my clothes down to my teenagers. I usually get a really funny expression Thanks, from them.
1: Thanks, Mom. No,
0: they don't. <laughs> they got their own styles. <laughs> <laughs> now, here's what you can do. If the, if, the, if the teenage girls don't want your clothes, you can donate the item to a local charity yes. or to Goodwill, and it will go to, you know to good use if it's too worn to give away you just need to go ahead and trash it
1: Yep. okay absolutely. just go
0: ahead and toss, uh, toss it out now uh the next thing guys you can do is try the hanger experiment this would be a good one for you nick if you have found a shirt that you hadn't worn in a long time because it was kind of lost in the uh no man's lab that was your closet yes. right here's what you can do this is an experiment okay put all of your hangers backwards okay you got it? Kay. So after you wear and wash something, put it back on a hanger facing the correct way. That means that you've 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 um used it. Used it, right? Uh-huh. So at the end of six months, anything left hanging in your closet that's on a backwards hanger, that means you didn't wear it
1: in well, six bye months. Bye bye. Bye bye. Wow, that's bye bye. a very good idea. You like that? I never thought so about that. So you find
0: that beautiful pink paisley shirt, Nick, that you used to love, right? <laughs> hey,
1: I have one of those. I <laughs> believe I believe you. Uh, hang it
0: backwards. See if you wear it in the next six months. Okay. Okay? Right. Got it? You're going to wear it to the studio I'm, next I'm week, aren't you? the next time you're
1: in here. Absolutely. <laughs> How about
0: this, guys? Store the seasonals. Okay, so consider storage methods for clothes that won't be making an appearance for months. Okay? If it's a If it's, if it's summertime and you're talking about winter clothes, obviously you're going to give those time you need to get through the whole year the mm-hmm. whole season I love those under the bed uh, storage uh, pieces oh, the little yes. storage mm-hmm. uh, containers right <laughs> excuse me um, they're flat they fit underneath and that's oftentimes where I will free up space yeah. and put some of my winter clothes and vice versa uh, versus, uh, summer clothes in the winter time to get them out of the way you can just slide them under the bed how about this find a new home for items that don't belong okay your closet is prime real estate all right. You don't really need things that don't belong in there in there. Find a new space. If you've been hiding your Christmas decorations right <laughs> in your closet, <laughs> it's, it's time to find a new place for those. You can't afford to give up your closet space, That's right? True.
1: In my you got to have room for your boots. It's the it's the most valuable piece <laughs> of real
0: estate in my house. This is so true. Okay. How about this, guys? Um, choose quality over quantity. Mm. So here's what you want to do. You know, consider purchasing fewer articles of clothing that are well-made, right? You'll have more room in your closet, and you won't have to worry about the five shirts missing buttons, right? <laughs> this is this is important, guys, because I think a lot of times we get caught up in trends and we want to run out and buy a lot of the latest trendy fashions that are going to be, you know, in this month and out six months from now or a year from now. And uh, we we kind of rationalize we don't maybe not spend a lot of money on it. Yeah. Um. I don't know. I have to tell you, we, we should really do a whole subject, a whole segment on that. Uh, One day about just what are the essential quality pieces that every man and every woman should have in their wardrobe? Yeah, absolutely. The classic pieces, the ones that you do want to spend a good, you know, you want to invest in because they're going to last. They're going to be quality. Um, I think that's important. I I think it is
1: as well. There's some things that just don't go out of style like that. And those are the ones you got to hold on to.
0: No, Absolutely. I completely I completely agree with that. Now, also, guys, consider your closet configuration. All right. So, does your closet consist of a single shelf with one rod running under it, and, and does that really work for you? Mm-hmm. Consider adding another rod to double your hanging space. I, I I am a frequent shopper at Home Depot. Yeah. Yeah. I'm the queen of going in and reconfiguring. <laughs> and I can and listen, I install these things myself. It's not that hard. It's not difficult. No, I have a pink tool bag. Right. I've got drywall studs. I've got every. Yeah, I can. I can. (laughs) (laughs) I could go into business reconfiguring closets. Um, (laughs) What you're basically doing is taking the space that you have and making better use of it, making it more efficient. Okay. Also, space savers. There's all kinds of little shelves and cubbies. And they have some ingenious little contraptions these days for storing
1: things and saving space. It's a great thing to do. And those little vacuum bags, that's what I use. Yeah. They're outstanding. I've seen those on TV. They're, so, they're so useful.
0: Very cool. Guys, a tidy, organized closet is a happy closet, and you will be too. We will be right back with our Southern Narrative.
1: Welcome back to the Southern Sisters Radio Show. Now, with your Southern narrative, sharing stories from around the South, here is your host, Jenny McCormick Earhart.
0: The Father, the Son, and the Touchdown Jesus by Carrie Jackson. When my son was a toddler, we were driving down the road one day when he spotted something. He pointed to a football stadium. Look, Mommy, church! I said, No, that's a football stadium. Then I paused which is kind of the same thing. The reason it's cliché is because it's true. In the South, football is a religion. We rear our children with stories of the 12 disciples who followed Jesus around the Holy Land, right along with tales of diehard fans who follow their teams to games around the SEC in RVs. From time to time, folks get a little confused. There's a group in Alabama who think one day the trumpets will sound, the clouds will part, and Bear Bryant will take the faithful home to glory. A small group of Florida fans are certain Tim Tebow is the word made flesh to dwell among us. It's no wonder, really, that football, and specifically college football, is so easily confused with church. The smells and bells are nearly the same. Here are some examples. Exodus 28. Remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. Now college football is played on Saturday. It has the good manners to keep its schedule away from the Lord's Day. This gives those who still practice a faith other than pigskin a chance to keep both in their lives without feeling they've betrayed their true religion. No one ever speaks of which one is more important. Ecclesiastes 10.19 A feast is made for laughter, and wine makes life merry. Now, many rural churches hold dinner on the grounds. Except for a funeral, this is the best food you will ever eat. Southern Christian women will put out a spread, potluck style, for all to enjoy. There is usually fried chicken, deviled eggs, and homemade ice cream. It almost always requires a nap. In football terms, we call this tailgating. Now, Leviticus 16, 3 to 4. This is how Aaron is to enter the most holy place. He must first bring a young bull for a sin offering and a ram for a burnt offering. He is to put on the sacred linen tunic with linen undergarments next to his body. He is to tie the linen sash around him and put on the linen turban. These are sacred garments, so he must bathe himself with water before he puts them on. Now, when a priest makes his way to the Holy of Holies, he best be wearing the proper outfit and animals to burn. When a sorority girl or fraternity boy enters the grove, if they've had any home training at all, she's in fall's latest fashions and he's got some sort of carcass to grill. Failure to be dressed properly or feed your guests may not result in sudden death physically, but socially. It could put a person's future options for dating on life support. Revelation four one. And the voice I first heard speaking to me like a trumpet said, Come up here and I will show you what you must take after this. Now, God gave John, gave John, the revelator, a vision at the end times in a dream. He was shown epic battles of good versus evil. This is heady stuff. Lots of writers would like to believe they have been shown signs by God. Occasionally, after a particularly tough season a historic loss or an implosion of biblical proportions, some sports writers will believe they've had a dream. Unfortunately, it will not be the stuff of scripture. He'll make wild predictions, speculate on the future of coaches and players, and stir pots that are best left alone. He'll all but sell the program to China to pay off the trade debt, but he will almost certainly be full of malarkey. Matthew 24, 6. You will hear of wars and rumors of wars, but see to it that you are not alarmed. Now, in biblical times, travelers from distant lands brought news from afar. Their news was unreliable at best, but never seemed to stop the chicken littles of the time from fretting. In 2017, we call these internet message boards. When someone has a reliable source that says your best friend's sister's boyfriend's brother's girlfriend heard from this guy who knows this kid he's going with the girls seeing Ferris pass out at 31 Flavors, they are not in the know. New coaches are not sending signals through the television by what color tie they wear. Recruits' Twitter feeds are not coded messages. And eating a chicken sandwich for lunch does not indicate that he's committing to South Carolina. But that doesn't stop folks from hoping, dreaming, and praying that they've finally figured it out, whatever it may be. Romans 9.4 They are the people of Israel, chosen to be God's adopted children. God revealed His glory to them. He made covenants with them and gave them His law. He gave them the privilege of worshiping him and receiving his wonderful promises. Now, when all outsiders know about Southern football is bonfires, hog calls, cowbells, or Rocky Top, it can be difficult to understand the loyalty to the sport. If that's all they see, they've missed the point. It's about community. It's about my mother, who dressed me in all red and explained in the same voice she used to explain math problems, which was totally no-nonsense and direct, That's Texas. We don't like Texas. It's all about the elderly ladies who won't start their prayer meetings until the game is over or rush to finish, depending on kickoff time. It's about teaching my son referee signals while wearing a team jersey when he was only two years old. It's a community that has history and future. Its fans are a family whose only demand is that you pay attention and care about your team. There's a commitment to excellence but a loyalty beyond wins and losses. Community isn't easy to come by. It's harder to maintain. It requires a lifelong commitment to sustain. It needs historians, storytellers, jokers, and trainers. It needs people with something to invest who are often undervalued in other parts of their lives. In other words, it needs Southerners. And we report for duty every fall. Welcome back to the Seven Sisters Radio Program. We are just so thrilled that you join us every week. You know, Nick, I've gotten a lot of feedback from some of our listeners just, uh, you know, after the holidays were over and, you know, everyone sort of settled back into their Mm -hmm. normal lives, right? Maybe slightly less chaotic (laughs) lives, I hope. (laughs) I don't don't know. Um, Depends on what kind of holiday you had, I suppose. But, you know, a common theme that I'm kind of hearing from a lot of the feedback we're getting was people that um, sort of uh, traversed the holidays and had to interact or deal with, shall we say, Difficult people.
1: Oh goodness! And you know, we, uh, we, absolutely
0: right. We talked about this last month about how sometimes the holidays kind of throw people together. That you know,
1: probably shouldn't be together <laughs> that long.
0: And this can happen anytime. folks. You can run into difficult people pretty much anywhere. I've run into difficult people uh, at the dry cleaners, yeah. at the grocery store. Okay, how many of you have stood in line and counted the number of items? You're in you're in the fast checkout, oh. ten items or less, right? Okay, you. My right.
1: hand is way up in the air. Right?
0: right? <laughs> okay. I count my items. If I've got 11 items, I don't get in that line. Uh-huh. I don't do it. And I don't expect anybody else to either. Now, now am I actually going to say something and call somebody out? No. But, I mean, how rude is that?
1: Yeah. No, I agree. I've done it before, though. You have? And said something to somebody. Ooh. Well, it's one thing if you have 11 or 12. I'm not going to do it. You right. do it. Nah, whatever. Mm-hmm. But I've been behind people before, and it's you have like 20 things in your basket. That's and that's I've said that's overdoing before. it.
0: That's overdoing yeah, it. Yeah, so. difficult people are everywhere. You folks, you likely have them in your family.
1: Uh huh. I we do. All do.
0: Not naming any names. Um, <laughs> how about in our workplace? Right, that's a common place where we may have because we spend so much time at work. Uh, yes. Common place where you may interact with difficult people. You know, there's a couple of tips and advice here that the Southern Sisters have for you for dealing with difficult people. And of course, the difficult person is never you.
1: It's always that other
0: person, right? (laughs) I keep telling myself that. Number one, (laughs) number one tip that the Southern Sisters have for you in dealing with difficult people is be pleasant. Now, sometimes a relationship with a difficult person can be improved with a little extra kindness. Try smiling. Try saying hello when you see the difficult person that you are dealing with. Being friendly is not a sign of weakness. True. It can also sometimes diffuse tension. Oh, yeah. And you never know. Something positive might actually bloom from it. Yeah. I've actually had a situation in my life where someone that I thought was detestable and difficult actually became a, a, a sweet acquaintance of mine.
1: You just work past the yeah, difference and it. move on.
0: How about this? Try offering a compliment. In some cases, a person may be difficult because they feel they're not being heard, mm. appreciated, or understood. So making an effort to point out something they've done well once in a while may actually make things better. All there right? And then maybe even try looking within. If you truly want to improve a relationship with a difficult person, it's important to consider whether or not to what extent the tension in your relationship might, might be caused by something you're doing. Yeah. It, it may not, but it might be. It's it's worth looking at. It is. You know, you know they say put yourself in the other person's shoes.
1: Oh, yes. Uh,
0: yeah. That's a oh, hard yes. thing to do. It's
1: difficult. But, Isn't you know, it? if you can find your own faults, then, you know, props to you for that. Right. To be able to look and go, you know what? I can do better. I I hear you. Absolutely. We could
0: all do that, yes, right? we could. And also, finally, folks, guys, don't take it personally. <laughs> you know, if after considering your own behaviors and attitude and you conclude that you are not responsible... Right? I'm I'm rarely responsible
1: for conflict.
0: <laughs> no, teasing. Um if you conclude it's not your fault, guys, don't uh don't try to take it personally, mm-hmm. right? Accept the fact that you may not be able to change that person and when appropriate, walk away. Yep. That may mean walking away from the person physically, it may mean walking away from the interaction, walking away from the, the uh the relationship in yep. general. Sometimes right. Sometimes
1: that's your only option left for the sake of sanity. Hello. But that should be You're a last right. resort. Like you said, I think the general rundown is Kill them with kindness.
0: <laughs> you right? can do it, folks. Right, you Southern sisters out there, you gotta, you gotta sometimes take the bull by the horns. You know, we got faith in you. Address, we know you, can do, you it. can do it. We have so loved spending time with you this week. Do you know that all of our gorgeous Southern Sisters products on our website, Southern
1: Sisters Home, mm-hmm. are
0: thirty percent off?
1: Thirty percent off.
0: Gorgeous cottage pillows,
1: Men. all kinds of amazing Men, things. That's a wonderful little Valentine. Just use gift.
0: promo code as your uh, when you when you check out. That's all you have to do. There you go. And email me. I love Love to hear from you. Radio at Southern dot com. Have a fantastic week. Visit Southern Sisters dot com and remember to connect with Jenny on Facebook at Southern Sisters Home with Jenny McCormick Earhart.